all of the Seller University videos and be up to date for the Amazon Terms of Service. So this is what it is for today, June 23rd, 2019. So as an Amazon FBA seller, you're going to need some supplies. So I have some examples that I'm going to show you. But the basic supplies would be poly bags with the suffocation warning. And if you're a new seller, I would encourage you to get a few different sizes. I know that they have um, some multi-pack sizes like on Amazon and throughout the other uh, different avenues to get your poly bags. Um, you're going to need poly bags. You're going to need some kind of scraper or your fingernail. These are Scotty peelers. I get the Scotty peelers from Amazon. If you're going to be selling grocery or maybe uh, shampoos and conditioners, you're going to want to get these, the gripper. So these stickers are going to be great for if your shampoo does not have some kind of, you know, tape here, you're going to want to use the gripper or like if you have mayonnaise or any kind of condiments, you know, um, this, these are very, very secure and they help you keep your product closed in transit. Um, you're going to need a tape gun, three inch, two inch, um, and you're going to need tape. I like the Easy Start duck tape brand. Um, it's quiet. Um, you're going to need some labels. So when you're starting out, you might just use a laser printer and you might just use paper, but eventually you might want a thermal printer. And I just got my thermal printer refurbished off eBay. I have the Zebra 450. Um, so these are your four by six labels and then your two by one labels or um, what other people call it is 30 Eps. If you're looking at the Avery labels, if you're still using your thermal printer. Um, there's a bunch of other uh, tools that you can use to get the sticker off of the product. So I like to use lighter fluid, and I actually use, and we just have a bag, um, we have two magic erasers. I mean, you can, I get the cheap ones from um, from China, but I use these so like on Ross stickers that are stuck to the package. I'll just put some lighter fluid on my sponge swipe it across, let it sit for like 30 seconds, and then it comes off with my Scotty Peeler so much faster. And then here's an example of Kohl's. I can put these because this actual one is not on Amazon as of right now. So you'll just use your Scotty Peeler to peel off the sticker. Um, I like the metal one. These are the plastic. Um, either way, that's what you're going to use or your fingernail. Or um, They also have like plastic... They have plastic razors that you can buy. I know a lot of people buy those. Um, so I want to show you. So, oh, I have bubble pouches. So this would be for things like, like little uh, blushes or eyeshadows. You might want to double bubble pouch it if it's really, really breakable and you're going to send it to FDA or you can choose to merchant fulfill it. And then, for your bras, you're going to need some of these air pouches because you'll put the air pouch inside or two inside the bra and you'll tuck in. This one doesn't have a, a, a tag, but you'll tuck it in and then you'll put it into your poly bag. So let's just pretend. First, I wanted to show you. Um, so this is actually going to be a multi-pack listing of these Mr. Clean reusable wipes, right? So if I have a multi-pack, I want to I want to put the UPC code in, like so it doesn't you can't scan it from the outside. So I'll have two or whatever, and I put them together. 
same thing goes for like two shampoos or whatever your multi-pack is. And then you'll put them in to your poly bag, right? And then you'll, I just fold my poly bag, fold it, and then I take my, you know, take it off and stick it. And then once I have it poly bagged, I will take my two by one and I actually put it right over the seal so that if I get a return and this has not been opened and none of the other part of the package has been opened, then I know that it wasn't even opened. So I could just reship it to Amazon. So it kind of takes one step out of the QC process if you get a return and maybe they just have buyer's remorse or whatever and you get it back and then you know to inspect it and it hasn't been compromised. So that was a tip I learned a while back. Um, you'll need a tape measure because you need to make sure you have your box dimensions put in to Seller Central. They require that now. They used to not require it. Um, and then you might need different uh, different kinds of bubble wrap. If you're going to be bubble wrapping, let's just say this was less than four ounces and it was glass, you're going to want to bubble wrap it really nicely. And then once you have it all bubble wrapped, then you'll stick your sticker, your two-by-one FNTU on the outside of the bubble wrap because they're not going to unwrap it. Um, so do not expect Amazon to do any prep for you. They're not going to repackage it for you. Um, so how you are sending your products to Amazon is how it's going to be sent to your customer. So you're going to want to make sure that you are prepping it according to terms of service, according to what kind of product you have. And I do prep everything because I feel like the, you know, the warehouses have food in them. So the warehouses probably have some kind of rodents or whatever. I just assume. Um, so I might over prep a little bit more than others. But the thing is, is I want my items to get to my customer in perfect condition. Um, so that's why I do all of that. So, so we talked about bras. And then so for this one, I would simply fold it over and then I would probably fold it again and I would slip it into the poly bag. So with shirts and pants, you're going to want to, to fold it with the crease. If you've never folded with the crease, if you never worked in retail, I used to work in retail. So I was trained how to fold with the crease for men's pants, men's slacks, men's shorts. Um, you have the button up shirts that you need to fold. You can actually put a magazine in the back and fold it and then pull the magazine out. There's tons of videos on YouTube on how to fold, um, you know, button up shirts and stuff, uh, polos, anything like that. And you're just going to want to make it look exactly like it would come from, you know, Kohl's or wherever you're buying your inventory, nice and neat in the poly bag. And I always put, you know, you put your label on the outside. And so another question is, do I have to label this? and then prep it and then put the label on the outside. So if this is going to show, if your UPC is going to show, you can put a blank label over it or you can put a second FN SKU label over it, that's fine. Um, the only thing is, is if you get it back and any of that is compromised, you might not remember which ASIN it goes to, which you can probably audit your inventory and get that. But I um, typically will just, um, Put so I would actually strategically put my FN SKU over that. You can't really see it because it's bubble. But if this was just a poly bag, I would go ahead and put. Let's just say that you could see the um, UPC code. I would try to put it. You know, make it land over here so I could do double duty. I would have the FN SKU two by one label over the UPC code, right? So you just don't want to confuse the Amazon 
um, employees, warehouse employees, they need to just know that they need to scan that one label. You don't want to confuse them with seeing the UPC code as well. Um, so you're also probably thinking, well, do you commingle? So I don't actually commingle because I don't know what quality my items are going to show up at Amazon. So I actually... I actually FNQ all of my items um, because I know the quality. And this is, I worked in quality assurance for many years in biotech. So I know um, that quality assurance is, is really important to my business model. But you might have some really high quality packaged items that you don't mind if they're commingled with other Amazon sellers. And that's that's your business model to, to assess. That's your risk to assess. Totally understandable. Um, but I do, I personally do um, label or my my contractors will label every single item. And then you think, oh, well, this is already in a bag. Why are you polybagging it? Well, as you can see right here, you can actually touch the product. So if you can touch the product, it needs to be in a poly bag. You can also shrink wrap it. Um, it needs to be enclosed so that it doesn't get damaged in the shipment from your facility, your house or your warehouse to the Amazon warehouses, possibly having to have transfers and then finally going to the customer. So you just want to make sure that the integrity of your product is intact all the way to your customer's house. And you have to think this might go through many, many hands. So I just wanted to give a little update. I think that's about it. So just leave your comments. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Um, ladies of FBA, you can join us on Instagram. You can join us on Twitter. You can join the group or the follow me on Facebook. Um, so get out there, source, and learn your prepping. Thank you.